Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Flapjacks episode 37. As always, we started off from with our song from a movie, and I'm going to give you your usual second to think about it. Pause the podcast, think about it in your head, write it down, and I'll tell you the answer in one second. All right, I'll give you your moment. Okay, now, if you said Don't Panic by Coldplay in the movie is Garden State, you would be correct. It is a phenomenal movie along with a phenomenal song. One of my favorite soundtracks for a movie, great on vinyl. Uh, if you have not seen the movie, I highly recommend watching it. All right, now let's begin. So today we're going to be covering a topic a little different than usual, but just as interesting. It's just some advancements in transportation. Now to start the session, let's begin with really the biggest change in transportation over the last century, and that would be the introduction of the passenger plane into modern use. Now, the first commercial passenger plane besides the Wright Brothers breakthrough at Kitty Hawk, albeit it was more of a glide, not really a flight by the Wright Brothers, was performed by Tony Janus in 1914, with his sole passenger being Mayor Abram C. Phil from Florida. Now, specifically Tampa, Florida. This flight truly broke the ground for where modern aviation is today, and we will get into those developments in just a bit. But for now, let's get into our next form of transportation, being maglev trains. Now, surprising to most, the first patent for a high-speed linear-propelled train was given to the man, given to a man by the name of Alfred Zehan from Germany. All the way back in 1904. That's crazy to me. I feel like maglev trains were such a modern invention. I cannot believe that it was 1904. Now, albeit that wasn't a maglev train, but it was still the the basic idea of one. Now, however, the beginnings of true maglev sprung up in Germany in 1979. The Germans loved their trains. We got Alfred and the beginning of maglevs in Germany. Now, the event was largely successful with the Transrapid 05 carrying over 50,000 passengers over the course of three months. Now, let's get into the final, and in my opinion, most interesting development, the electric car. The first electric car was invented by William Morrison in 1891, and get up to speeds of about 14 kilometers. Now, it was a hand crank, and obviously that's not exactly what you think about when you hear about electric cars. At least that's not what I think about. I think about the modern electric car being made by manufacturers all around the world, with the first of these mass-produced cars being invented in 1991 by General Motors with the title of the EB1. All right, so now after the mini uh, history lesson, what would you say is the definition of advancements in transportation? Now, in my mind, an advancement in transportation is something that drastically changes the way people travel and is also around for a long period of time. However, after looking it up on the Goog, really all I can find for the official definition is examples of advanced transportation. So I'm just going to go with my definition if that's all right with you guys. All right, now that all of our ducks are in a row, let's really dive deep into the first example mentioned, the passenger plane. All right, so most people have been on a plane at least once in their lives, and some even go on one once a week depending on their job. Planes have revolutionized the way we travel around the world, making any corner of the globe more accessible than ever before in history. However, 
A lot of people hate the idea of flying, with this hatred developing into a full-blown phobia in some. There's several reasons why people hate flying, such as the dangers associated with it. Having to be close to strangers, the minimal legroom, and how about that airplane food? However, most people hate flying due to the sheer duration of long flights and the variety of problems associated with it. Now, what if I told you that this problem was solved over 40 years ago and then discontinued? This feat of engineering known as the Concord, a passenger plane that flew at a top speed of Mach 2.04, which is two times the speed of sound. The Concord's first flight took place in 1976 and success followed soon thereafter. What made the Concord so special was that it took in air and pressure at high speeds, then compressing both components through seven stages. Finally, that compressed air was ignited with jet fuel, making the Concord break the sound barrier. This testing of this technique was pushed to the limit on February 7, 1996, when the Concorde attempted to break the world record for a transatlantic flight from New York to London. The Concorde already essentially cutting this travel time in half without pushing the plane to its limits made the flight in 2 hours, 52 minutes, and 59 seconds, while being piloted by a man by the name of Leslie Scott. For perspective, an average, flight for, an average flight from New York to London today is right around seven hours, making the Concorde shave off about four hours of today's average flight time. And that record was set over 25 years ago. So this does beg the question, why is the Concorde no longer in use today? Well, for a couple of reasons. The most important being that Air France and British Airways claimed low passenger attendance coupled with rising maintenance costs made the plane ineffective. Plus, a crash of a Concorde in Paris that killed a total of 113 people discouraged many from flying on the plane. However, supersonic airlines are making a comeback, with United now creating a new supersonic airliner named Overture, which will be a net carbon zero machine, solving one of the major problems the Concorde had in a reason it was discontinued. Now, the airline will also be way more affordable, since the average Concorde ticket was 10 grand. This discouraged many people from flying, and people simply could not afford to fly in Concord. The new United Supersonic Airline will be as affordable as possible and encourage many to try this new way of travel. Now, there is no specific ticket price yet, but I'm sure as the project continues, that ticket price will be released to the public. Now, let's get into our next topic. Before we go further in this episode, I would like to thank our sponsor, which is the Leroy McDonald's. Make sure to try the new Caramel Brownie McFlurry with the snack size being a cheap $1.79 and the regular being a $2.39. The new Caramel Brownie McFlurry, it is delicious. Are you loving it? Because I am. McDonald's, I'm loving it. Okay, so our next example will be the Maglev train and specifically the Shanghai Trans Rapid. Now, a maglev train is not that common sight, is not a common sight here in the States. We really only have one from Washington, D.C. to New York. That is our only maglev train. But overseas, specifically in China, maglev trains are very popular modes of transportation. In Shanghai, the Trans Rapid is the fastest maglev train in the world, running at speeds of up to 270 miles per hour. Its main use is to transport passengers from Shanghai International Airport around the outskirts of the municipality. 
The train itself was manufactured in Germany by the Siemens Thyssen-Krupp JV, or joint venture. Like I said, the Germans love their trains, and then shipped to China for use. The way maglev trains work is the way the maglev train works is by utilizing really strong magnets on the train and on the track that have the same polar charge, making the train glide along the tracks with no friction, since um, the same charges repel each other and opposites attract. Personally, I see maglev as the future of public transportation, since the advantages heavily outweigh the disadvantages of using it. Maglev trains are very reliable since the train avoids the normal wear and tear of traditional iron rails with the avoidance of contact on the tracks. This makes the life expectancy, if you will, of maglev trains increase, which directly influences the cost efficiency as well. Truly the only problem with maglev trains is the cost difference in the short-term building of the tracks compared to a traditional iron railway. This does not create an incentive for many large companies to start building these tracks, as many companies as many companies don't tend to look at the bigger picture, as we know, and just at the quick profit and a quick gain. The only solution, in my opinion, is that eventually as the global warming problem increases, companies will have no choice but to move in a direction of carbon neutrality to reduce overall emissions, leaving the maglev trains as the knight in shining armor. Companies will not care about the price to produce the tracks and the trains due to the fact that they can last so long and garner such a large profit over time. This will create an increase in maglev trains around the world and specifically the United States. Now, on to our final example. All right, our last example, as mentioned before, is electric cars. And specifically within the electric car category, we are going to be talking about Teslas. Now, electric cars are definitely the most well-known out of the examples. And specifically, Tesla is one of the most well-known brands in the world. Now, over the last 15 years, Tesla's become a household name. And Elon Musk, Tesla's frontman, is one of the richest people in the world and one of the leading innovators. Of course, Tesla's not the only electric car in the market right now and is hardly the most affordable, but what separates Tesla from other companies is the way it changed the stigma towards electric cars, in my opinion. Now, in the beginning, when electric cars were first mass-produced, they were seen as inferior to the gas-powered titans that have ruled the road for so many years. And these cars were inferior, with many having a high cost, low top speed, and short battery lives between charges. Then... Tesla sprung up, creating a fast and luxurious electric car or cars with a more efficient battery, changing the game forever. The advantages of having a Tesla or any electric car for the matter for that matter are lengthy, with the most obvious being much lower maintenance costs and the, and the need to not worry about paying for gas or oil changes. Teslas also have the autopilot feature, which is another extremely enticing and innovating feature for many to, pur to purchase this car. Teslas can also be updated regularly with the company always looking to improve the car and improve the car over the course of ownership, a benefit not seen with most vehicles. Truly, the only disadvantages to owning a Tesla is having to plan a trip around the location of charging stations and the unsustainability of colder climates and the unsuitability of colder climates for the car. However, as time goes on, 
these problems will be improved and eventually fixed. As the Tesla Model Y is already starting to use heat pumps to lower the amount of drag caused by heating the car, and it is working. This is a much more cost-effective way than recharging your battery over and over again and wearing the battery. And Tesla is going to introduce these pumps into all of their cars eventually. Now, overall, electric cars as a whole are the future no matter what. As this planet does not have an unlimited amount of gas, so it is inevitable that the alternative forms of energy will take hold in all aspects of life, including cars. Tesla, in my opinion, is just ahead of the game right now, and eventually all major car retailers or retailers and producers will catch up. Now, let's get into the conclusion. In my opinion, advancements in transportation will continue to amaze the human race into the future, as progress has seen an overwhelming increase since the turn of the century in the internet revolution. Think about things you thought were the pinnacle of technology 20 years ago, and how now they seem like ancient relics to us. Items like CDs, MP3 players, even certain gaming systems now seem like fossils of the past. With immersive reality, VR headsets, gaming systems are, tr are starting to become obsolete, in my opinion. And in the next 10 years, VR will be what our kids will be playing with. Now, this just goes to show you that the examples I mentioned will just continue to improve until they have reached their maximum potential or a better version is created. A really good comparison to these items of transportations or, mode, or modes of transportations, if you will, would be the progression of the telephone. Now, the telephone turned into the cell phone in the late 1990s. Then, the creation of the camera phone in the early 2000s, which was a major breakthrough. Shortly thereafter, Apple created a touchscreen phone with the capability to hold pictures, music, apps, a calculator, a calendar. It was mind-blowing, and the world has not been the same since. The human race will continue to adapt and grow as it always has. And with this growth, I cannot wait to see what the future holds for transportation. To finish the episode, I would just like to thank my sources. QViv, what it was like to fly the first commercial flight in 1914 by USA Today. The Maglev Train by New, out of New World Encyclopedia. The history of the EV Auto Express. Advancements in transportation from Law Insider. Interesting facts about the world's fastest Maglev Train from India Today. Top advancements of an electric, top advantages of the, an electric car, specifically Tesla 2019, bottle technology, and Sam Blum, why the Concord is such a great plane, popular mechanics. Thank you guys for listening as always, and I will see you next week.